Welcome back to the Fit Like Chris podcast. Today, I am going to talk to you about what our brains believe. Um, I went to LA this past weekend. And first of all, listen, if I'm getting on a plane for that long, I really would prefer to land on an island. But I have some friends that were there and it was very lovely. But just saying, like, would never live there and would never go there if I didn't know people. So anyway, (laughs) I don't know why you need to know that. I'm just telling you, like for people that like to go to the West Coast, I just don't understand. I'm like, you're getting on a plane for six hours. Like, I want to land in a hut on top of water after six hours. Like that's what you have the ability to do that on the East Coast. The Caribbean is right there, you know? Anyway. Shout out to LA. (laughs) Um, I went to a sound bath there because my friend was administering it. And this is not something I would ever choose to do on my own. Well, like, let me not say never, but it's not, it wouldn't have been my first choice, but she was the one doing it. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go. So um, that it was the first night that I got there. So I get settled in, I I get myself in comfortable clothing, um, and I go to the sound bath and I walk into the studio and it was like, you know, there were these huge, it's like this huge door into the, you walk in and then you're in the lobby and then there's a big door, like a heavy black door. You just pull open and then you're suddenly like, you feel like you're in it's like if if Bill Gates lived in a sewer, you know, like you walk in and it's like the most beautiful cement room you've ever seen. I'm like, where? Well, you know, there was like recessed lighting on the corners of the room. It smelled really good. There was like moss growing from the, I mean, I, I, my, you know, when I've been in a lot of fitness studios, so my first thought was like, how much did it cost them to do this? Anyway. So we go in, it's like such a beautiful, dark, just like, you just feel like you can just be yourself in this space, you know, lights off, you could do anything. (laughs) Um, The sound bath started with some breath work. So there were two people there. One woman was doing the breath work and then my friend did the sound bath. And I knew that it was an hour long situation. And again, this is why this was something I would never choose to do because me, lying down for an hour is that's not something that I ever would choose to do. My um on the new website I have the FLK Pros page which if you haven't checked it out yet definitely go to the website and kind of get to know all our instructors a little bit. Um but on mine it's like if I was a food what would I be and it's a french fry uh And one of the reasons I would be a French fry is because when I'm sitting around too long, I'm no good. Like, just throw me out. Um, (laughs) So we do the breath work. I'm laying down. We are invited to cover ourselves totally with a blanket, which I take that option. And so I'm laying down under a yoga blanket, face covered. It's dark. The sound bowls start to go and my eyes are closed and immediately my brain is like, 
you can't do this. And then it continues to go like, this is annoying. This sound is, what is happening? Do people pay for this? I can't do this. I'm going to get up and walk out. I could probably be pretty quiet. I don't care what people think. You're not going to lay here this whole time. This is an hour. You're going to endure this. Why would you do, why would you choose to and my it's going in this direction and my brain is just it's really just telling me and I'm and I'm on board with it like just get up and walk out. Like this is awful. And then I paused and I kind of pulled myself back from that train of thought because I felt like well, what was happening was that I was starting to get anxiety. Like I was having that train of thought, but at the same time, I was starting to, like my heartbeat was starting to get a little faster. And I felt like almost like claustrophobic. And I was just like, I, I gotta get, I gotta get out of here. I can't stay here. Sometimes I also get that feeling when I'm meditating and my eyes are closed. I have, um, learned ways to address that feeling, which is similar to what I'm about to share with you right now. So I start to get anxiety. I start to feel my heart racing a little bit. My breath is getting faster. And I'm like, I'm a second away from getting up. I'm telling you, like I am a second away from standing up and walking out. And then I just actively slowed my breath down. And I just said to myself, there are thousands of people that do this on a daily basis, like at, at, at the least, like people do this all the time, everywhere. Sound healing is a very popular thing. Like it's not going to hurt me. My ears are not because it felt like very invasive. I was just like, I don't, this is going to give me a panic attack. That's how I felt. I'm like, I am going to, I'm going to start hyperventilating because it's so extreme, the sound. And so I kind of, gave myself some real facts of like, people do this all the time. This is something people do to heal. It doesn't, you know, it's not meant to cause anxiety. Um, I am not in control of this. I just need to calm down, um, be open. I need to just be open. And I can, and, and then the message that I ended with that I said to myself over and over was like, I can absolutely do this. I can lay here and I'm going to lay here and I'm going to experience whatever there is to come. And then there was, and I don't, it was such a dreamy experience that it's hard for me to um, describe all the details. But as soon as I accepted where I was and reminded myself that I could do it, it was one of the most transformative experiences, spiritual experiences that I've had. I started seeing like um, very clear images from my life. Um, I saw an image of Teddy Ruxpin, <laughs> weirdly. And, and I don't know if there's some of you who may not know what that character or that teddy bear is, but it was like, it started with that. And some of you are, some of you might have just shut the podcast off. People are like, okay, she has just lost. We have, we have, okay, stay, stick with me though. Um, that was the first image I remember seeing. And then from there, it was almost like a slideshow 
And I just kept getting different images. And my body was sort of, or my brain was sort of giving me these images. And then the message was let go. Like whatever the image was, it was like, you can let go of this now. Um, the Teddy Ruxpin is, is one thing that I'm willing to share right now. I mean, I'm, I, I am making myself more vulnerable in these podcasts, but we can't, we can't give you it all, you know, um, not all at once anyway. But when I was, uh, when I was about five or six, I lived in upstate New York in a trailer park and my best friend's name was Christina and we used to wear the same pink jelly shoes. And like, I loved her dearly. We would, we would just like, I remember playing with her all all the time after school. And then my mom decided to move us to Boston. My entire, uh, her entire family lived in Boston. Um, and I remember the morning that we left my, um, my friend, Christina, I can see her holding a teddy bear as I was driving away in the U-Haul and waving by. And I don't, I didn't know, I don't know if she was holding a Teddy Ruxpin, but as soon as I had that image, it was just of the bear. And like, the then the message came to let go, like that's what I thought of. It was very powerful. So that kept happening, right? So like the whole hour that kept happening or it was like these core memories of my life that were painful. And then saying like, it's okay to let go of this. And this is something that if I followed my train of thought, and if this were even a year ago, even two years ago, I would have got up and walked out. I promise you, that's how strong my i was talking myself into the fact that i could not do that but instead i have learned so much in the past couple of years um namely that our brain can talk us it can it can lead us down a path that seems right and unless you're really locked in and paying attention and you're aware of your thoughts you can go in the same direction that you're used to going, right? The path of least resistance. It seems like your body and your brain are protecting you, but what actually is happening is they're protecting you from something that you're scared of, not necessarily that you need to be protected from. And so I think what was happening for me when I was lying down there, well, one was I wasn't in control, but two, it was like, if I'm going to be alone with my thoughts for an hour, Like that is, that's scary. That's a scary thing. And, and invited to not only alone with your thoughts, but I'm in a space that is, that is supporting like a deeper connection with yourself. And, and as these sounds were coming in and out and just these visuals were coming up and, you know, my tears, I wasn't crying like, um, like you couldn't, if you were listening, you wouldn't be able to hear me crying, but there were just like steady, a steady stream of tears that were coming from my eyes. Like just, and it was like, 
it was almost as if they were coming with, they were coming in waves, like with each memory, like a, a tear. And like when I, when I was done this experience, I was just, I was shocked that it had such an impact on me, first of all. Um, and then I was proud. I was proud of myself for knowing and reminding myself that I could do it that I could lay there, that I absolutely could do that because so many other people do that. Why can't I? And that's the offering of today's message. When you get to a place in your life, whether it's today or, you know, maybe it's a more, you know, a milestone, like you get to a birthday or like you, there's like something happens and you get to a place that you often pull back from or run away from. I invite you to ask yourself why and can I stay in this? You know, like this is really hard. I was teaching this in my workout this morning. It's like when you're doing burpees, right? You know what you can do. And sometimes that, and th this is the point, like we know what we can do that we've already done, right? All the stuff that we already have done, we know that we can do. And sometimes that's hard enough, right? Sometimes it's hard enough to do what we know we can do. Because we have pushed ourselves in the past and we know what we're capable of. But you're also capable of so much more that you don't even know because you haven't done it. You don't know what you can do until you do it. And you're not able to get to that point unless you notice in your life when you get to that point. When you get to that place of, this is so hard and your brain is like, this is not for you. Your brain it will go in that same train of thought that I was having. This is not for you. You don't have to do this. This is not comfortable that, you know, there's a, this is not, this, you don't have to do this. Like you've, you've worked so hard in your life to get to this point. You can choose what to do. There's no point in doing this. This is dumb. Like your brain will pull you down that that hole. Some things might not seem like they're meant for you or that they're just too hard or they're not in the realm of possibility. Or you might even be like, why would I do that? But let me tell you, when you have the opportunity to do something that makes you very uncomfortable, if you don't do it, the outcome is you already know, right? You're, you're, the outcome is you're continuing on in a space of you already know. If you do it, you are going to unlock and uncover parts of yourself that you did not know existed. Every time you do something that you do not want to do, that you don't think is for you, that you're scared of, that you're uncomfortable with. I I got to a point that I, and I think like I practice so much being uncomfortable. Like I will, you know, in a quiet room. Like when I when I went to Costa Rica a couple months ago, it was like a 
it was a um, it was a place that you go to be by yourself and nobody talks to anybody. But you know, humans want to connect. And it's important to connect with yourself too, but like people want to connect. And I remember walking into the, into the, um, it was like a shared dining room dinner area, but everyone was eating by themselves. And like, I walked in and I, as soon as I saw the girl, I asked, you know, can I sit here? And I think a lot of times people see me say or do things and they think that it's comfortable. I was, I was with a friend this weekend and I was saying like, I, the best decision you can make is to be in a good mood, right? And this all goes to like mental training. This is all along the same lines of like, you can convince yourself of anything. And I am a very anxious person. I'm a very stressed person. I'm a very, um, I mean, I have the capacity to be stressed. I have the capacity to be anxious. Like I have those emotions. Being in a good mood and being positive does not come naturally to me. And I think that a lot of people see that and think that, but it does not. Being social does not come naturally to me. Like these are things that I talk myself into. And when I asked that girl to sit down, like I, she could have said no. And I'm fully aware of that. But I know that when I do things that make me uncomfortable, I always feel stronger after, regardless of the outcome, regardless if there is rejection. When I said to my ex-husband, I don't feel like we're connected anymore, there was a big risk involved there. And after I said it, I didn't feel like I made a mistake. I felt stronger. That was one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. And it, it will be. And it will be one of the scariest things. But it's like you, if you feel something, if, you, if there's like an opportunity for you to do more for yourself, for you to have more, of, have more for yourself, for you to feel more like yourself, take it. And if something makes you very uncomfortable, like if you really want something, if you really want to wear something, right? Like, and you see something in the store and you're like, oh my God, I love that dress or I love that shirt, but I could never wear that. I could never pull that off. Why? Because it makes us uncomfortable, right? But if you really are drawn to something or you've been thinking about something over and over, like there's things, there's opportunities that arise in our life and they will keep presenting themselves to you until you accept them. Lessons, challenges, opportunity. If there's a reoccurring thing in your life, it's probably recurring for a reason. Like it, it's prob, is it reoccurring or recurring? I think those are two separate words. I think both also work. Um, I also am not sure if there's like multiple lessons in this podcast. I was trying to talk about one thing and now I'm like, what am I talking about? This is like the one thing my first yoga teacher told me not to do. It was like, keep your theme clean. Talk about one thing. It's really hard for me to do that. And you know, sometimes it's not just one thing. Okay. Um. We can talk ourselves into anything. So what are you talking yourself into these days? What are you telling yourself? Your perception 
is your reality. But it is also your perception. What you believe to be true is true. But what you believe to be true can also change. You can talk yourself into anything. You can change the way that you feel at any time. None of these things are easy. And most of the time, they are deeply uncomfortable. But I promise you, and we all hear this, you know this, right? Like all good things are on the other side of fear. Like find, you know, what was I watching the other day? Was it, um, I can't remember who it was. It was like a quick clip. And it was like, oh, it was, it was Seinfeld. It was Jerry Seinfeld. And he was saying like, find the uncomfortable that you're comfortable with. Right. Because, because it's, it's gotta be uncomfortable. There's, that's how you're going to grow. That's how you get fulfillment out of life. Comfort is, you know, we have, we live in houses with, 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 we're, in some cases, if we're privileged enough to live in homes with heaters and ACs and lights and hot water and our car, we can put the heat seater on the car and we can make our steering wheel warm. And, you know, we, we have clothing to adjust to temperature and uh, we can eat the things we like and we can order anything we want off our phone. And it's just, we are surrounded by things that will make you comfortable. And if you're not paying attention, your brain will just continue to take you on the path that you're used to going. If you never stop and ask, where am I going? You're going to just keep going in the same way, path of least resistance. Your brain is just going to keep pulling you. You don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. That's not for you. You're right here. You're in, stay in your lane. Let's go right here. And that's a lane that a lot of people will stay on and that's fine. You have so many opportunities to unlock pieces of yourself that you will never know exist if you don't dive in and look for it. You got to go into that teenage mutant ninja turtle sewer. You got to get in there, go into the darkness, get uncomfortable, ask yourself why. If you have a consistent train of thought that comes up when you get uncomfortable, challenge that train of thought. If your mind is saying, no, you can't do this, challenge it and say, yes, I can. Yes, I can. And I will. And I'm going to, and see what happens. Talk yourself into it. This episode is dedicated to my beautiful, amazing friend who I found out had a talent that I, uh, like, I wish I could share it with the world. She's in LA. Her name is Diani. Um, she does sound baths and it's one of the most incredible things I've experienced. And, uh, I'm trying to get her to come here and do one in my studio. So stay tuned for that. If we can get her to the East coast. Um, but until then, this episode is dedicated to her and, uh, let's all get a little bit uncomfortable this week and be stronger for it. Thank you for listening.